we're going back to the beginning. All over again. And getting some sage advice. Call me Sage. Good name. I'm made out of sage and I am a sage. So it works out pretty well. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Thursday, March 4th. We're counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. Pinocchio's nose, or cast, is growing. Five more stars have been added to the Robert Zemeckis-directed live-action adaptation. Cynthia Erivo as Blue Fairy, Joseph Gordon-Levitt as Jiminy Cricket, Keegan-Michael Key as Honest John, Lorraine Bracco as a new character, Sophia the Seagull, and Flora and Ulysses star Benjamin Evan Ainsworth will voice Pinocchio. They join Tom Hanks, who's playing the kindly woodcarver Geppetto. For more on that story, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and much more, head over to EW.com. Now, let's reveal your personalized top three recommendations. Just take this short quiz and you'll receive three must-see picks tailored to your personality and taste. Completely kidding, of course. But today's top three pick is about that very phenomenon. The new documentary Persona arrives on HBO Max today, exploring the unexpected origin story of America's obsession with personality testing and its implications. The doc reveals the history of the world-famous Myers-Briggs type indicator while raising a slew of ethical questions and demonstrating how some personality tests may do more harm than good, such as impacting online dating matches or job prospects. It's an eye-opening look at the ways that ideas about personality have shaped our society, and not always for the better. Here's a preview. Personality testing is a multi-billion dollar industry. At the Myers-Briggs company, the admonition has been to not use it for hiring. We know that there's been a big increase in the number of knockoffs, and anybody can use those combinations of letters. We looked at online job applications. Every single test we looked at evaluated mental state being used to make decisions about who's worthy and who's unworthy. Why am I unhirable? Is there something wrong with me? Am I broken? There are these algorithms that are secretly harming people. Wow, who knew there was such a dark story behind the Myers-Briggs test? There's a lot to unpack there, and you can stream Persona on HBO Max right now. Number two. Today marks the relaunch of CBS All Access as Paramount Plus, featuring a bounty of new content from the Viacom CBS library. Among that content is our number two pick, the SpongeBob movie Sponge on the Run. The third SpongeBob SquarePants film was slated for a theatrical release last year until, well, you can guess. But now the movie is finally available for streaming alongside the first ever SpongeBob spinoff, Camp Coral SpongeBob's Underyears. That show follows a 10-year-old SpongeBob as he heads off to summer camp where he meets and quickly befriends young versions of Patrick, Sandy, and the rest of the gang. Sponge on the Run, meanwhile, follows SpongeBob and Patrick on a journey to rescue Gary the Snail after he's kidnapped and taken to Atlantic City. The movie also includes cameos from Aquafina, Danny Trejo, Snoop Dogg, Tiffany Haddish, and... We're not making this up. Keanu Reeves as a tumbleweed. Here's a preview. I 
love my life. I love you so much, Gary. I'll never forget the day we met. Hello, little snail. What's your name? Gary, huh? Do you want to be friends? Me too. Gary, I'm home. Gary? Gary Bear? Gary? <gasps> Gary! Have you seen Gary? No. Nope. Nope. Gary's been snail-napped. You can join the rescue mission now. Sponge on the Run is currently streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Trivia. It's trivia time. Today's question is about SpongeBob SquarePants, of course. What was the title character's original name before creator Steven Hillenburg settled on SpongeBob? Was it SpongeBoy, SpongeLad, or Steve Sponge? Stick around for the answer. Our number one pick is coming up. What to Watch will be right back. Hey everyone, I'm Sid Evans, Editor-in-Chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce season five of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. Walton Goggins, the star of CBS's The Unicorn, which is new tonight on CBS, recently spoke to EW at SCAD, a TV fest, and answered the question, what you watching? What am I watching now? I mean, uh, I mean I've, I've been working on The Unicorn, so I don't really watch a lot. I got to think, um, I just finished The Crown, uh, what, what would it be, season four? which is uh, extraordinary. Um, I, was, I was really blown away by, by how it kind of ended and, and, uh, and where Olivia and the rest of everyone else just kind of took, took, these, took these royals and, and brought them to a place that was so human. And uh, I was just really blown away by it. Everyone loves The Crown. The Netflix drama just walked away with four Golden Globes, the most of any show this year, including Best Actor and Actress in a TV Drama for Josh O'Connor and Emma Corrin for their performances as Charles and Diana, respectively. And now let's get real for our number one pick, the Real World Homecoming New York. The original cast of MTV's The Real World is getting back together almost 30 years later in the same Soho loft for a multi-episode reunion bringing reality TV back to where it all began. Becky, Norman, Kevin, Eric, Julie, Heather, and Andre are all back to revisit the shocking moments and explosive issues from that historic season, including race, sexuality, and privilege. We'll find out how the series transformed their lives and, once again, what happens when they stop being polite and start getting real. EW Digital Director Shana Naomi Krokmal discusses The Real World Homecoming on the latest episode of our What to Watch video series coming to People TV this weekend. Here's a clip. 
I was, I think, 15 when the original aired, and it was to like very formative for me as a person. I think it made me want to be a grown-up who lived in a city and got to do exciting adult things, whatever that meant. Watching this now, obviously almost 20 years later, everyone felt very young, but also, you know, there's no filter. I think Real World is often credited with having essentially invented the modern reality show. And what I was really struck by in going back and watching the original was that like these they, kids, I mean, most of them are like early 20s, if that, yeah. really, there's no sense of being observed, of being watched. And so you get this very natural, just sense of their youth. They just say what they think. They say what they mm-hmm. feel. They get in arguments with each other. They hug each other. They play, tri- you know, pranks on each other. Mm-hmm. And watching them start to reunite, you could really see that come back to life. Like there's a genuine affection Um, a curiosity. They've like kept in touch a little bit, but not Mm -hmm. so much that there aren't questions for each other. Um, And it it felt still very exciting in a different way. I also recently spoke with Kevin, who talked about his emotional reaction when he reunited with his original castmates. I was ready to cry. I was Mm -hmm. actually like, wow, it's like full circle. Because the whole thing leading up to it, I kept saying to myself, you know, as I, you know, let me go back. You got to understand the the castmates and I, we've been in touch on text thread, we always may have not seen each other collectively since the 1990s, but the last couple of years, we've been on a text thread together very quietly, just staying in touch with each other, touching base with each other, you know, mm-hmm. um, Julie sharing stuff with me about what her kids were doing and they were getting older and, you know, following me and Eric with bonding around spirituality and veganism and stuff like that. And so, you know, we were connected, but then we also agreed that if we're going to do the reunion, it has to be all seven of us. And so... It was, it was that kind of anticipation, like, wow, we're probably going to all be together in the same space for the first time since the 90s, and we're all now older, and, you know, this is a chance for us to, like, where in your life can you say you filmed something when you were young, and you got to look at it, and people got to look at it, and then you can go back to, uh, uh, 30 years later and film again and actually reflect on that and also show how you've evolved. It's really, it was really... I felt like we were in a really unique situation that you could not have scripted, honestly, yeah. which is why it's a reality TV show. You couldn't have scripted this. The Real World Homecoming New York is streaming now on Paramount+. Plus. Trivia. And now the answer to today's trivia question. What was SpongeBob's original name before getting the moniker we all know and love? Was it SpongeBoy, Sponge Lad, or Steve Sponge? The answer, the inhabitant of that pineapple under the sea, was originally named SpongeBoy. It was changed after Nickelodeon's legal department found that the name SpongeBoy was already in use for a mop product. That is our show for today. We'll have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow. Be sure to rate and review the show, and of course, follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm senior TV editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW, and I'm at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. What to Watch. What to Watch is written by Tyler Aquilina, edited and produced by Joshua Heller, produced and hosted by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Shana Naomi Krokmal and Carly Usden.